Continuing low oil prices have left tens of thousands of oil workers out of a job. Now, a growing number of them are turning to the courts, saying they weren't paid fairly when times were good. Inside Energy's Dan Boyce has the story. Bruce Freest asks himself, Would I do it again? <laughs> would he have moved from Minnesota to start a small trucking company during the heat of North Dakota's oil boom, knowing what he knows now? I don't know if I would. I really don't. It was hard on me. It was hard on my kids. His marriage fell apart. A couple of years ago, his trucks were subcontracted to haul oil by a larger trucking company called Montana Midwest. Then that company went bankrupt, still owing Freest a lot. I had a little over $200,000 out on the books that I did not get paid for. Oil field bankruptcies of companies large and small have been surging as prices remain at their lowest levels in a decade or more. But a bankruptcy is not the only way a worker can be left underpaid. 28-year-old oil driller Cody Armejo lives with his parents in Riverton, Wyoming. He's basically been out of work for a year. He's having ramen noodles for lunch. I should have saved a lot more. I should not be in debt. I should have be debt-free and have like thousands in the bank, but I don't, you know. Then one day last winter, Armejo gets this letter about a class action lawsuit saying precision drilling didn't pay him enough overtime when he worked for them. Yeah, I was way surprised. I was like, what the heck? What, what's going on? I had no idea. I honestly had no idea. He was eventually awarded $6,000. As oil prices started dropping a year and a half ago, an inside energy analysis shows these lawsuits exploded. Armejo worked in Colorado. In that state last year, there were nine times as many wage suits against oil and gas companies as there were in 2010. In Texas, the biggest oil state, nearly 10 times as many lawsuits. Federal records show oil and gas companies are among the top violators of wage laws, particularly by not paying overtime. When you look at the work that the workers are doing, you're talking about 24-hour shifts. You're talking Tess Castilleja works with the U.S. Department of Labor's Wage and Hour Division. She says oil workers' long hours put their employers at risk for a lot of wage violations if they're not paying close attention. Castilleja's office was seeing enough problems with this a couple of years ago, they decided to specifically investigate the oil and gas industry in some parts of the country. Since then, the office has recovered about $40 million in unpaid wages. We have found cases where workers were not even paid the minimum wage because they're working so many hours. So the idea that they're being highly compensated, in some cases, they're not. The biggest case her team has settled by far was against oilfield services company Halliburton this past summer. In just this one case, they found Halliburton owed about 1,000 workers a total of $18 million. The company released a statement to Inside Energy saying they, quote, worked earnestly and cooperatively with the Department of Labor to equitably resolve the situation. It's the way the industry operates. Brian Gonzalez is a Colorado lawyer who represents workers in these wage cases. And they see what their competitors are doing. They just do the same thing. And no one stops to say, well, hey, this isn't really compliant with the law. Compliant usually in the way they are classifying workers as being eligible for overtime or not. He believes for a lot of oil companies, this misclassification is a conscious business decision. The chance of getting caught is low, and he thinks in some cases. Even if they get sued, which is a big if, they'll pay a fraction of what they saved. We tried for months to get an oil company or an industry representative to speak to us for this story. No luck. 
Finally, though, one manager agreed to an interview. I did owe him some money. I owed him like 3500 bucks. Bruce Freest, that same trucker from North Dakota. When he was left short that $200,000 after his contractor's bankruptcy, he couldn't pay his workers. Eventually, all were paid except one. I had every intention of paying him. A year goes by. He gets a call from the state saying a wage claim has been filed against him with penalties and interest. They now claim that I owe him $14,000, but I don't have even anywhere close to $14,000, so I don't know where these people think I'm going to come up with the money. At least in some of these cases, the employers not paying their workers might be victims too. For Inside Energy, I'm Dan Boyce. To see data on the rise of oil field lawsuits in Colorado and Texas, visit this story on our website, insideenergy.org.